guys. Welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. And I'm Beverly Bryan. And we are listening to a song by Elia called Haz del Final for a very exciting reason. Yes. We'll tell um, you all about it. in the studio with a very special guest. We have uh, all the way from uh, Los Angeles, California, we have Elia. How you doing? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, we've had a fun couple of days in New York. <laughs> we have. It's been great. Yeah. What brings you to the city? 
I, to be honest with you, I came to visit Richard and hey. say hi and hang out with him before he parts to uh, South America. To the world. Well, we are um, incredibly lucky to have you on the show. And so, you know, we're going to be talking a little bit about your music, what you've been up to lately, and, you know, how you got to, like, your unique sound. Awesome. That sounds fantastic. Well, um, you know, for listeners out there who don't know, I mean, we have played Elia on the show a couple of times before. Uh, he put out an album last year, I want to say. Uh, November 2016. Okay. So, and it's called Futuro Mano. It's a beautiful, beautiful record. If you haven't heard it yet, you should really go out there, give him all the iTunes money. And, um, but yeah, um, and so Elia uh, is a Ecuadorian musician, uh, was based in Seattle for many years, currently based in LA. Um, let's talk a little bit about, about that. Let's talk about like your time in the scene in Seattle. Uh, yeah, and, sure. and I guess maybe work our way back. Yeah, so um, I moved into I moved to Seattle in 2011, with the interest of continuing my project that I had started back in Ecuador, and um, I uh, you know it, it was it wasn't uh, easy process even though I was imagining that living in Seattle would allow me to pursue my music career, hence the history of the city and all the great bands that uh, were founded and originated from Seattle. Um, but it was a, it was a long process. Uh, I played with some people, you know. I had a band. It didn't really work out. Then I had a you know kind of a long break of not doing music, and then eventually I decided to reconceptualize the project. Right. Um, go back to a lot of the influences that I had from the early '80s, post-punk, new new wave, um, and uh, try to incorporate a, a, not just a new sound, but um, also, just a new a new concept, which is just me uh, doing everything on the stage. I mean, and that's the format and we know today is the one yes. man show. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So, like being in Seattle, like I mean, did you go into it thinking that you wanted to be like a grunge musician? Or? No, no. I, I've always <laughs> I've always done more alternative, you know, indie rock, uh, sure. indie pop. And then when I split from a lot from some of the bands that I had uh, in back in Ecuador, I I wanted to do. I actually started doing something more folk you know, just acoustic guitar and, and singing. I actually released two EPs in English. And then afterwards, I, really, I, I you know, after some years, I eventually recorded that EP in Spanish in Seattle. Now uh, that, that would be the one that I think of as the first Elia release. Yeah, that's the first Elia release, uh, which is in Spanish, uh, the EP called Sentir. And um, it was more of like, a, I just had to, I wanted to publish something. I wanted to have a physical CD on my hands and... Uh, and have something produced by a local, you know, producer. I had the great opportunity to work with Steven Aguilar, who is, you know, really well known in that scene. He's actually now based out of LA. I had the really awesome privilege to work well with uh, a huge uh, musician who I've always looked up to, which is uh, Michael Lerner from Telekinesis. Nice. And um, but yeah, the 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 experience was really fun because I ended up being kind of like a go-to opener for a lot of the Latin alternative acts that were yes. touring in Seattle. And that was huge for me because I was able to open for, you know, Jepe, for Javier Amena, um, you know, and then eventually doing some shows in Chicago where I opened for La Vida Bohem. I've opened for Francisca Valenzuela in Los Angeles. So it's been, it's been really, really cool. And, and if it wasn't for that experience in Seattle, um, I don't know where I would have been. <laughs> no. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like we, I was definitely going to be like, oh, we need to drop some of these names because these, you know, like that's major. You're, you know, those are like the names that are popping today. Like mm -hmm. these are not like little indie nobodies, uh, you know. Um, so um, you were saying that it sounds like uh, going to Seattle 
and being able to do a solo project, you know, enabled you to like have a lot of creative freedom and really get in, get into finding out what kind of music you really wanted to make. Um, now you have, uh, now you you were saying that like getting back to some, this, this involved like getting back to some older influences. Mm -hmm. And I think we've got a song that's sort of a pretty good example of that. Um, what, so what, what's the song that you brought and like, why, why did you want to play this one? So the first song is uh, one of the earlier songs from Soda Stereo. Great. One of the most prolific, important legends. bands of Latin America. Legends. Legendary. Iconic Amy. bands from Argentina. And um, it was actually the first song they played at uh, a local TV show in 1986, which is the year I was born. And some years ago it was digitalized and went viral on YouTube because it was like probably the only presentation that they've done on a Ecuadorian TV show. Yeah, that's kind of like and very so, specific. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and that's one of the first songs which I always, I grew up with two older brothers who were huge fans of 80s alternative pop, you know, new wave music. And I can always remember this first song, which is um, Observandonos Satellites. And it also is that first song they played at that TV show. And it's just, I, I love it. It's just a phenomenal song. So even um, though um, you had barely been born, this song is actually, like, this song actually represents, like, an iconic moment in your personal history. Absolutely. Yeah. Rad. All right. <laughs> Oh, 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 
So that second song that we just uh, listened there, that's a, that's a song by Sally Mileto. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of spoken about the, about this band uh, quite a bit over the weekend. Can you tell the listeners why? Yeah. So Sally Mileto was, uh, I, I think to this day, is also still one of the most iconic 90s uh, alternative rock bands. Um, it was uh, ended uh, shortly after, obviously, um, the main singer, Paul Segovia, who unfortunately died. Uh, in 2003, uh, the band later on, or the, the members of the band continued playing with other artists and for some time, and, you know, they had some other um, uh, comebacks later on just to kind of like um, 
celebrate his memory and, and so forth. But they left an immense catalog of music. Uh, hopefully to this day, I know everybody in the scene has been influenced by them in some way. Um, and they were just, just such an important band for a lot of, uh, you know, alternative indie rock bands uh, in Equilota because they were just like the first one that really stood out from everybody else at the time that nobody was really making good music or at least that type of alternative indie music. And um, they they were the ones that started this this genre called uh, rock libre equatoriano. And um, what does rock libre mean I think musically was, speaking? I think it was just kind of their approach to just doing their take on music and what they felt was right at the time. Oh, cool. and, and it was more than maybe I maybe it's not really a genre, but it was just the way that they introduced themselves as a band and uh, they wanted to be cataloged that way, like just free rock Ecuador. That's cool. And um, yeah, and and again, because I, I grew up with two older brothers who were great, you know, music lovers and um, they really introduced me to so many, so many bands, whether it was European, you know, 80s alternative pop bands to American, but then also within my own country, um, get to find out about some some great acts. And one of them is Salimileto. So they got you into music. They did. And um, were they also, do you, were they musical at all? Uh, my older brother played the drums for some time. Uh, he was probably the, the, the most musical out of uh my two older brothers, my second older brother, he, he, he would always sing and he actually ended up singing uh, and writing lyrics for a, a pretty well-known act called Bjorn Borg in Quito. And they had a, a very successful band too. And, um, isn't that a tennis player? Yeah. It was based off of the name of the tennis player. Cause I have underwear they, they that's just, Bjorn Borg. They just spelled I'm it not differently joking. with an I. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah. hilarious. A great band too. If you, if you ever want to listen to that, they're, they're, one of the best. That's funny. Um, so um, I want to give a quick shout out to listener and friend of the show, Ivan Orellana, also a part of uh, the band La Huerta. Uh, he was a past guest of ours, um, and we did a whole episode about Ecuadorian music. And it's cool that we're like talking about like these legends of, of Ecuadorian music. Uh, so you have another one uh, here that you brought in. So you have a song by Jumbo. Yeah, this Jumbo. is Fotografia. Yeah, Jumbo is a Mexican band. Uh, late '90s, early 2000s, they're still playing actually, um, and uh, I, you know, because I'm a son of a diplomat and I traveled throughout the world, and I was always back and forth, back in Ecuador for some time, then away again. Um, it was a different periods of time where I was directly listening to Latin American music. I was mostly listening to a lot of European and, you know, uh, American, you know, um, music. And, um, when I went back, uh, during high school, um, and I was starting to play music and starting to, I, that's actually the time where I uh, started my first band. Um, one of the covers we did was, uh, a Jumbo cover. And again, it was introduced by friends and I just kind of like back in the day we'd, when we watched MTV and it was still, you know, they were actually showing there music actual videos music. and they were actually showing music videos. I recall just watching MTV randomly and Fotografia being on in their video, which is just, one of the, I think, one of the best music videos ever done. Uh, if you ha don't have a chance, you should have a chance. Go to YouTube, check it out. It's it's awesome. And the song is just speaks for itself. And Fotografia is uh, a really, a, a big turning point in my, in my life because it was like discovering uh, presently a current Latin American band right. that I was just like, just fell in love with. Instantly. Awesome. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to that now. Again, this is Jumbo with Fotografia. 
se guardan y se olvidan Um, so, you know, this weekend has been a bit <clears throat> on the action-packed kind of side. And uh, mm-hmm. so we went to a show uh, last night, and that's why we're kind of sounding a little NPR here. We might be exhausted and a little hungover. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we got to see uh, some fabulous musical contemporaries of your own. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other reason why I was here, too, because I really didn't want to miss that. Um, I think you... We're, we're mentioning how how relevant the the show is and this tour that they've been doing. I I almost wish that. Oh, well, who who did we see? Oh, well, before we, we get we ahead saw of Lido Pimienta. We saw the, well the wonderful Lido Pimienta. Uh, we saw Cuco. Yeah, and we saw El Lado Negro. Ah, <laughs> I hate it. I I couldn't go, guys, and it was a, it's a huge bummer. But um, because I'm convinced that there this was I've never had FOMO before because like I try not to. Because like I don't know, it life stuff. It doesn't matter. Well, and you're always at shows, so yeah. yeah so it's like yeah. So I'm I'm sort of I'm almost immune. But I have I believe that this must have been the most incredible show. That absolutely everyone is there was there, and that you that there will never be a show with with a lineup as in, extraordinary as this. And I missed it. I mean, from a one to ten, this was a solid three hundred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> easy. And the really cool thing for me was you know I've I've. I look up to all these artists. Um, I, I, I love what they do. I love how they express themselves. I, I, I think it's a really, really special time for Latin alternative music. But for me, you know, I'd never seen these acts live before. I just haven't had the chance um, to check them out, even though I've been following them and I have watched, you know, live videos of them on YouTube or whatever. Um, but what a show. I mean, it was just so memorable. The The... the how sincere they are with 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 the, with the audience one. and and just how genuine it, and you could tell that they were just just loving it they're just so pure um and and i mean talk about you know just feeling the love and being motivated and influenced like on the go right yeah. there um for me especially like it's like i the first thing i'm going to go when i go back to, to you know back home to la is you know start working on my music, my new music and my new stuff. And it's just, it's, it's very inspiring. And, and yesterday was very special for me. Very special. I mean, and it was cool to just sort of like be able to like talk and just sort of chill in a non necessarily worky environment with like so many contemporaries is really the, the yeah. word, the word here. Cause it's yeah. like balloon were there. Uh, Nicola Cruz was there. Ella Minos is there. You know, like the whole remezcla crew was there. Sokio was there. And like, and then Lido and, and, uh, and Elado were just walking around, just chilling, talking to people. And yeah, it was and, just like, holy shit. You know, if I can be frank, you know, Elado Negro is, a very very important um, musician mm-hmm. in in my in my life and in my current state of mind in my current project, and uh, I have so much respect for him, so much admiration, and I'm such a fan that um, I was very very <laughs> shy to, to to say hi to him because I'm just I, I just you know when you look up to someone so much and you idolize them and you and then you get to see them in, in flesh and in person yeah. right there yep. it's it just transforms you and you and i love that thing about music which is like you know even though i i, I play music and you know and, and everything else like i am also a fan of so many acts and and i and i'm humbled by how they are yeah. as artists and um i don't take that for granted and i just it was it was just really really a pleasure to meet him in person shake his hand yeah. he even gave me a hug 
and and I mean, and he knew and, exactly who you were. Yeah, he was the like, fact yeah, that he recognized me, and, yeah. you know, and, and mentioned also that's always insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's 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 awesome. I it was it was very special. Yeah, I, I can't say it. But in, in honestly, <laughs> like, um, you know, Elia, the musical project is you know not totally underground either. Like you've, um, it would be cool to talk about really quickly that, uh, like some of the stuff that has been going on since you released your album, um, you know, what have you been up to? It's been like, um, there, it's been getting a fair amount of recognition and you've been getting some pretty rad gigs too. If you, if you wouldn't mind discussing that a bit, he's booked, but keep booking him. (laughs) (laughs) y'all. You know, it's, it's a, it's a process. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we all do these things because we love what we do and we're just so passionate about our art and, um, you know, the, yeah, it's, it's been really cool to, um, to accomplish objectives that I've had in mind. Like last year, the the mission was to play at least once a month, um, which I, which I eventually did have enough gigs to uh, accumulate the annual, uh, calendar. (laughs) Um, you know, and, and then I, I set mission and I set objectives for this year as well. And so, even though I'm ready to start working on my next album, I'm fortunately getting booked uh, for a lot of shows, and um, you know that's that's really cool. And and it, right now, what my main f- goal is is to really um, fit in and become part of the Latin alternative scene in LA because it's booming and yeah. it's great and it's really wonderful to be there. That's part of the reason why I moved there is because I wanted to be part of something and I want to really be part of a community. And the experience that I've had so far in the past year has been really has been really, really humbling, really, really cool to be considered part of it and, um, and you know, and leaving a mark in, in some way. Awesome. So we have kind of a difficult time sometimes talking about, like, you know, how to even talk about the kind of music we play. You know, music that may or may not have um, Latin American musical influences, music right. that may or may not be in Spanish, music generally that is made by people who, you know, are Latinx. And, you know, so we call it Latin indie or Latin alternative right. But um, at any rate, you brought in a couple artists that you'd, you'd like, you wanted to share with us that are just sort of like artists that like, you know, they belong to that scene and, uh, or if you want, if you want to call it a scene, like I said, yeah. we have a lot of trouble, but like yeah. they're part of this thing that's happening. And um, so I was wondering if you could tell us like, you know, why you picked them and like why, why you appreciate those artists. Yeah. Again, I think I was already, uh, you know, mentioning El Lado Negro and the significance of his, his work um you know, on, on my project. Um, and then also Ella Minus, who, um, I think is an extraordinary artist and who is, um, just been super, super friendly with me and just, we've engaged a couple of times. I was able to meet her yesterday, which is also really cool about yeah. going to the gig. Um, and, uh, just finding the sincerity and like the, just the easiness of talking with people that you look up to and then, you know, them, making you feel like you're at the same level as them and there's no difference. It's like, I think at the end of the day, we're all just music makers. We're all artists. Um, cataloging or, or categorizing certain genres or certain, I, I think the way that I view it is more of, a, of, of like, it's just a, the uniqueness of it is the community that it, that it represents. But I think alluding to the article that you wrote actually, and what El Negro was mentioning about, you know, whether there are certain acts that sound like other bands and referencing them as like, oh, you're like the, you know, you're like the 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 Strokes, but in Spanish, or like at, at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, the way that I view it is, music is its own language, it's its own form of expression, and 
you know, we humans tend to, you know, catalog and, and segment things just because uh, that way we can feel part of something. And um, I view it as a, as, a, as a community. And but the extent of that is, is music. The extent of that is just, you know, art and, and um, expression. One thing me and Richard have always kind of clicked over is the observation that actually a sense of community and people just in general being pretty cool to each other seems yeah. to be a hallmark of the scene, if in fact there is one. Um, so uh, with that said, uh, you, you picked an Elado Negro song? Yeah. And an Elamina song. So yeah, so let's go ahead and play those now. We're going to uh, listen to Lengua Larga mm-hmm. by Elado Negro, and we're going to follow that up with Ceremony by Elaminas. We'll be right back. Oh, 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 
those are so good. Um, okay, so uh, this is the final portion of our show. Uh, we're a bit pressed for time today, but you know, I, I just want to reiterate, thank you so much, Elia, for uh, taking the time to really chat with us here. Gracias a ustedes. Hey. Um, and uh, you know, we're obviously going to have a proper final portion here, but I just want to remind you all that you can follow uh, Songmess on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Oh, and very important. Um, <clears throat> well, first of all, you can follow us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. But if you've, this is a little bit of a PSA. If you have ever wanted a Song Mess t-shirt, hmm. that is now a reality. Nuts. Um, yes, all you have to do is go to uh, songmess.threadless.com, and we have t-shirts, we have sweatshirts. Uh, we have already made a sale, and it's a baby onesie, because of Ew. course, that is what Songmess would fucking sell first. <laughs> um, Hipping the next generation to great Latin indie music. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, shout out to Ivan and Adri, who are the ones who purchased that for, <laughs> for Baby Luna. Right on. Um, but yeah, but, um, you know, before... Uh, oh, and please, Elia, where can people find you, your music, places, physical beings? In the interwebs. Um, all at Elia? <laughs> so uh, all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, slash Elia Musica, Elia Musica, uh, websites, eliamusic.com. Okay. You can find me on all the platforms, and all the music platforms and all so the forth. Spotify's um, Spotify I'm having some issues with apparently nobody can find me all the iTunes their algorithm works with uh, based on on traffic I guess but people um, can get your Bandcamp your your EP yeah, and your can, album on Bandcamp they can too, get right? Sentir they can buy Futuro Mano if they'd like to uh, that's always great um, through Bandcamp through iTunes through um, yeah so we're Google gonna Play. close out with a track off Futuro Mano and I, I let's talk a little bit about the album like let's talk about you know, uh, what inspired it and like sort of like your musical direction uh, in that record. Yeah, Futuro Mano is really just, um, it's, it's, it's uh, my way of coping with the death of my first daughter, Amelia. Um, at the time, I just, you know, it was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, you know, you, 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 you question a lot of things. You, you really just have a really weird process of trying to cope and understand life existence and everything else um the best decision i made was the best decision we made with my wife with allison um who is an amazing person in my life she's 100 percent biggest supporter of everything that i do musically and uh who i love and adore so much was to quit work <laughs> and take a long break we went back to ecuador where we met where i'm from and we took the whole summer uh, to just relax, re-energize, get the love from family, from friends. And frankly, my way of coping was through music. Um, even though some of the songs that I that are there are from the first EP, Sentir, I just basically made new versions of them, like Hasta el Final o Vacío. And they're quite different. They're quite different. Um, they are, uh, you know, the songs are really just talk about life, about existence, about Amelia, about struggles that we have. Um, in some aspects, also criticism towards society, especially, uh, you know, Latin American society. But um, it was just, uh, it, it was, it was a, a, something I needed to do. I needed to feel like I was using my emotions in the right way. Um, 
with the ultimate goal of creating an album and, 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 and having that available for all the years. There is something I'd like to ask you about that. Um, I understand like you did like one of the songs, um, you, you, your, your wife also joined you and did some vocals. Yeah. So my wife also sings. She's a, she's a great singer. She plays the guitar. Um, she has actually quite a few awesome covers that she's done. And, uh, I wanted obviously to have her be part of it and incorporate her in the best way, which is through, 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 uh, through singing. And so she sings harmonies in a couple songs, um, like in Morir para Vivir and, 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 you know, in Amelia, she also does the harmonies. And it was just a really beautiful experience. Actually, on, on my website, there is um, an article that, I, well, a little piece that I wrote about it. And there's some photos of us there at the studio. And we took with, a, with Kike, who's also one of the co-producers. And yeah, it was just, it was just a really, really fulfilling process to, to, to do it together. Cool. I mean, and then now we, uh, you know, if you follow Elia on, on like Instagram, you'll see, uh, you with Mila. Yeah. Mila, our second daughter who is, uh, as we say, um, luz infinita because she's brought so much joy and light to our world and who is just, and clearly like every, every single picture, every single like (laughs) Instagram story, that's always just so silly. She's amazing. Yeah. She's, she's very special. And, uh, She's actually going to be the influence for the second album. Sweet. Um, her awesome. middle name is Flora. And uh, I have a tentatively decided that the album is going to be called Flora. Well, that's a perfect transition then. Like, what what can we expect? The the futuro humano here? The, the, yeah. The next you know, record? Or the next the record is, is exciting. I think the next record is um, you're going to have the same essence. You're going to have the same Elia. Uh, but it's going to be a, a, a more... Um, yeah, like a like a renacimiento, you know, like a, just a a re-energized version of me. And uh, I have a lot of really cool ideas coming up, and I and I really hope that I I can uh, get those get those recorded soon. Amazing. Get the next album up. Well, uh, again, his name is Elia. Find him on all of the music platforms. Purchase his music. Go to his gigs. He is in L.A. He is often gigging around. He was just in Chicago, played a dope, dope show. Shout out to Caro Fotos Nueve. Yeah. Um, uh, anything left to add before we, uh, we play out, Beverly? Um, not much. Just very excited for the next album. Um, so what, what's the song that we're playing out with? So we're going to play out with uh, Libertad Cultura Fe. I think this is the song that you close your gigs out with. Yeah, yeah? that's the one I close the, pretty much all the shows with. And um, what does this song mean to you? Like, why, why do you like closing out with it? Well, it was the first single that I released from the album. Um, and it's meaningful, too, because um, it talks about the, the... I basically wanted to cover some of uh, my grandfather's legacy and, and what he instilled in us as kids when we were really young and throughout our life while he was still alive. He would always comment about three pillars or three values that you should... Um, have in mind to be successful in life or just to be um, present. And uh, he would always comment about the importance of liberty, of having the freedom to do um, what you want to do and uh, having the space to do that. And he would talk about faith, you know, and he, you, could, you could either use that as a, in a spiritual way or the way that I view it, which is faith in yourself and what you want to, what you want to achieve in life and following your dreams and uh, and then cultura culture you know which is so so important in life and um more important i think even nowadays yeah um to maintain that into uh i just wanted to you know um cover those 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 three values and and um and, and talk a little bit about that 
Amazing. Okay. So uh, I think that's all we got. Again, we are Song Mess. Uh, This has been our conversation with Elia. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. The song is Libertad, Cultura y Fe. Enjoy.